Over? Nothing is over until we decide it is. It's time for the Chicago Blackhawks postgame show on the Blackhawks Radio Network. Here's Joe Brand. Oh, the drama, but oh, what fun. Here at the United Center, the Blackhawks pull off a shootout victory over the San Jose Sharks. They end their three-game skid. They finally get their monkey off the back after another solid performance by the goaltender, Peter Morazic, who not only does it in regulation, in overtime, but in the shootout as well. I'm Joe Brand. This is the Blackhawks postgame show. We're taking you up to 11 o'clock tonight here on 720 WGN. But right now we're heading on upstairs to bring in our pal Troy Murray. He was on the call with John Wideman tonight. And this exciting finish as the Hawks take down the San Jose Sharks. Shootout goals by Rem Pitlick to keep the shootout alive. Boris Kachuk to give the Hawks their first lead in the shootout. And then Peter Morazic to finish things off. Troy, this was a fun one. Thought a few times that maybe the Hawks were going to kind of rewrite history with what they've done the past couple of games, but they did a good job of not fully allowing the San Jose Sharks to take over and uh, a good team-friendly victory tonight as they pulled this one out. Yeah, I liked a lot of things they did in this game, and uh, some of the things I didn't like, again, kind of appeared in the third period. just seemed tentative and a little bit uptight. If it wasn't for Peter Mrazek, this game probably would have went to the San Jose Sharks in regulation the way that they had opportunities here in the third period. But I did like the fact that the Blackhawks competed again in this game. You saw some big hits. You saw some guys sticking up for one another. So an excellent job for the, the group of guys finally getting rewarded for the hard work that they put in. Nice to see Boris Kachuk, too. He, he's been a guy that's always a hard worker, always a guy that understands his role, his responsibility. But when guys like him succeed, it just make, makes things a little bit sweeter. Yeah, I, I think when you when you look at that, and you know what, it's just, it, it's, it's, it's good to see. And for Boris, I think he's played really well since his call-up. He went down to Rockford, and he did well down there and didn't go down there and, and pout. He went down there, and he worked hard. The opportunity arose with some injuries again, and, and now he's played well. He's been a regular fixture inside the lineup here, and it's tough to take him out there. And I, I think he supply, or surprised Mackenzie Blackwood with the speed that he came down. And like a lot of times you'll see Patrick Kane come flying down and then stop near the hash marks, and then he starts you know stick handling and doing his magic. Uh, Boris really didn't slow down here, and I think it kind of fooled him. And when you you fake that shot, and Blackwood bit on that, he had no chance because of the speed of of uh, Kachuk to to you know re- recover from you know he froze himself uh, trying to make the shot. He went down in the butterfly position, no chance for him to go around there. So the speed of uh, Kachuk, I think, really fooled him. You don't see many players come in that fast and continue to, to go that fast all the way through it. No, for sure. Another guy with a lot of speed that I thought was on display tonight, Philip Kurishev. Uh, kind of nice to see him just be uh, a little bit more initiative with the puck, uh, trying to make things happen. I know it's kind of a different role for him playing center with Connor Bedard out, but I feel like he was very confident with the puck tonight. You look at Philip Kurishev's game, and, and he, you know, in my mind, He's really close to breaking out there. He's got speed. He's got everything you need. He just hasn't had the finish that you would hope that he would have with the, the plays that he makes here. And that's just maybe experience. And, and hopefully one of one of these times things are just going to click. He's going to get some breaks. And then with that, some more confidence. But he's, you know, he's handling the puck well. He's kind of leading the charge here, running the power play unit. Um, you know, I, I really liked what I've seen from him basically all season long. I, I think he's been one of the more consistent guys that the Blackhawks have had in their lineup this year. 
Hawks beat the San Jose Sharks in the shootout. Troy, it was a fun one tonight, but uh, I know you guys got a boogie. You got to head on over to Buffalo. I, I think I think the same rules apply like the Bills playoff game that uh, if you want to land the plane, you guys are going to have to shovel the runway and uh, and make sure it's clear in order to land it, just like the fans had to shovel the field off so that the Bills could play their playoff game. Well, if nobody cares, I'll just sit on the plane and wait. <laughs> It's, okay. it's a lot warmer on the plane than it is out shoveling the, the runway. <laughs> I, I, I think so. I think so. All right, pal. Fun game, and uh, we'll talk to you in less than 24 hours. Sounds good, Joe. All righty. That is All Troy right. Murray. He and John Weidman on the call tonight as the Hawks take down the San Jose Sharks. 2-1 to one in the shootout, and yes, I understand that it's impossible to shovel out the runway before the plane lands. Uh, that was part of the joke. Um a lot to get to, but we don't have too much time. Post-game show rolling on until 11 o'clock tonight. 312-981-7200 if you'd like to call or if you'd like to text. Already have a few texts coming in, so we'll get to those after this break. Jack Heinrich currently getting sound from the Blackhawks dressing room. We'll play that as well. Hawks beat the Sharks 2-1 to one in the shootout. You're listening to the Blackhawks post-game show. Come join us, 312-981-7200. With 24 points now, they're still the only team below the Hawks in the overall standings. But uh, the Sharks also moved to 0-4 in the shootout. The Hawks pick up their first shootout victory of the season. I'm Joe Brand. This is the Blackhawks postgame show. We're a little bit tight on time because of how long the game went, but it was a fun one and a positive one from the United Center as well. 312-981-7200 if you'd like to join us. Uh, quickly from the 708 area code, positive, we won. Negative, could have lost that game 4-1. to one. We have to figure out a way to get the puck on the net more. Yeah, there, this totally wasn't a perfect game played by the Hawks by any means, but you got to give a lot of credit to Peter Mrazek. you got to give a lot of credit to the Hawks just overall for keeping themselves in the game. Even if it is an opponent that's below them in the standings, this Hawks team isn't in a position to take a look at the schedule, start chalking up wins and losses. They played better efforts, really, in their last few games against the Edmonton Oilers and the Winnipeg Jets and the Dallas Stars and came away with no points in those games, but they found a way to win today. That can still be looked at as a positive. Let's go to the phone lines. It's our guy Devin in Payless Hills and wants to talk about the role players. Go ahead, Devin. You're on WGN Radio. Hey, Joe. Thanks for taking my call. I don't have a question or anything, but I just wanted to say uh, Kyle Davidson has done a fantastic job with bringing in guys that have made the uh, made these games fun to watch. You look at teams in the past that you know have been run by Stan Bowman and they've been a struggle, but I feel like this roster, even with all the, the, the guys that are injured, are top talents. Kyle Davidson has brought guys in that are working hard you know, and it's made the Hawks fun to watch. And it, it shows with, you know, guys earning uh, extensions like Dickinson and Foligno. And the shootout today was fantastic. Uh, Morazic has played good all year long. The Boris Kachuk fan club, I'm proud to say, is starting up today. Um, this year has just been fun to watch. Even though the wins haven't been there, I'm excited for where this team is going. All right. Thank you very much. That's Devin in Payless Hills, 312-981-7200. If you'd like to join us, I, I think it's important to point out that Devin was talking about the role players because, yes, I, I totally agree. 
what Kyle Davidson has done to construct this roster, I get it. They're, they're second to last in the standings. I, I'm not here to argue that this is a, a contending team, but the fact is this is year two of a rebuild. Putting together this roster is different than putting one that's looking for a long Stanley Cup playoff run. And right now, this team is getting back to the time of, type of competitiveness that we saw a lot last year that was fun, that was exciting, that was consistent. It's nice to see this finally trending in the right direction that the team really didn't have at the beginning part of this year. But it is going to be interesting to see when guys start to come back like Connor Bedard and Tyler Johnson and Andreas Athanasiu because hopefully that'll just increase all of this progression and you'll get to see more things like this. And as Troy Murray and I were talking in the pregame show, it's great to see guys like Nick Felino and Jason Dickinson get rewarded for their play because they were brought in here for different reasons. I mean, Nick Felino was... Brought over in a trade with Taylor Hall, a big reason to help the team culture in the dressing room, to help be a mentor to Connor Bedard. And not only did he do all of those things, but he was a great leader in the locker room. He was perfect to chat with the media after games. He did a great job of defending and supporting and mentoring Connor Bedard, and he'll continue to do that too. And Jason Dickinson is just a guy that was brought in because he wasn't really getting the type of playing time he probably would have liked to with the Vancouver Canucks. Probably wasn't earning it either in the last couple of years. So he comes over to Chicago, a totally different situation, and he's totally taken advantage of it. And he understands that this team is in a rebuild. He understands he's, I believe, 28 years old. So, you know, a two-year deal doesn't exactly put him right in the middle of where the Hawks hope to be in this whole rebuild, but it gives him an opportunity to have an elevated role to do a lot more things within this roster. And with everything that he's already done, it leads us to believe that he's the right guy for that job. Let's go back to the phone lines. It's John from, uh, I believe, Elburn. John, go ahead. Hey, Joe, good night. I just want to say three things. One, intensity. The last two games, way better. Number two, Morazic. He kept us in the game. Number three, it's all about the face-offs. When we were ahead on face-offs, we were ruling the game. When we tied them up or started losing, and especially the last two games, that's where this game is, Joe. All right. Hey, John, great points. Uh, again, 312-981-7200 if you'd like to join us. Uh, I'm with you on intensity. Absolutely. Past couple of games have been better. I Again, I actually think the Hawks played a little bit better against Dallas, Winnipeg, Edmonton, but they came away with a win tonight. We're not going to take anything away from that uh, just because the effort might have been a little bit different. They still found a way to win. That is a winning trait. That is a positive thing for this team. Yes, we cannot say enough about Peter Morazic. Don't be surprised if he's the next guy to sign an extension with this team. Once again, good move by Kyle Davidson to see a goaltender that isn't quite getting it done on another team, figure out that this might be a good spot for him. Also acquire a first-round draft pick, which the Hawks are going to have, Toronto's first-round pick next season. They've got two first-round picks for the next two years, and they've got a great goaltender right now in Peter Morazic. And also good on Luke Richardson and the coaching staff to balance him and Arvid Sutterbloom's playing time right now. I know a lot of you guys were frustrated with how much Sutterbloom was playing. Uh... It really took a different turn after the St. Louis game right before the Christmas holiday, and it seems like 
the coaching staff right now has the right remedy of using Mrazic a lot, but still throwing Sutter Bloom out there after working on a few things. We might have a better answer of how Sutter Bloom's really been adjusting after I'm guessing he's going to start in tomorrow's game in Buffalo. Um, but the last two starts after probably the worst one of the year have been going in the right direction. So it's good to see those adjustments made by the coaching staff and good to see the players reacting from it as well. And uh, John's last point with the faceoffs, yeah, he's absolutely right. The Hawks were really good at the faceoff circle in the first period. I feel like the first period was probably their best period played tonight. And again, even if they're in danger of coughing up this lead in the third period. They're getting off to a good start. They're scoring the first goal for six straight games. So these are trends you like to see. And uh, maybe everything wasn't there tonight for this team, but they found a way to win. That is a trait that deserves to be celebrated as well. 312-981-7200. We've got to get to another break, though. A lot of texts coming in. Uh, we'll get to as many as we can as the Hawks take down the San Jose Sharks in a shootout tonight. It's the Blackhawks postgame show, 720 WGN. Boris Kachuk ended up finding the back of the net for the game-winning shootout goal. Philip Zadina denied by Pina Morazic later on as the Hawks win in the shootout over the San Jose Sharks, 2-1 the final. I'm Joe Brand. This is the Blackhawks postgame show. We'll give Boris Kachuk our player with the most heart, which is sponsored by Northwestern Medicine. Northwestern Medicine is home to the state's leading heart and vascular program, top ranked for 16 straight years by U.S. News and World Report. 312-981-7200 if you'd like to call or if you'd like to text. I'm going to take a look at the text line right now from the 608 area code. It's our guy Dexter in Bolingbrook. Joe, why can't this team score goals? That's the best they can do against a last-place team, question mark. Dexter, I mean, you're not wrong. This is now four straight games. The Hawks have scored one goal in regulation and or overtime. They're missing two of their best offensive guys in Connor Bedard and Nick Foligno. They're missing just a lot right now. And not only that, they're kind of playing a different style game because they are simplifying their game when they're taking on better opponents. Is that an excuse? No. Should they have put up more goals tonight and made things a little bit easier on Peter Morazic? Yeah, absolutely. But that is the reason why uh, maybe the offense isn't as plentiful as you'd like it to be right now. Uh, from the 224 area code, how many players can be in the penalty box at one time before the game is postponed? I, I don't know that answer. I might have to dig a little bit deeper for that one. Uh, 630 area code, work ethic. Even in the nail-biter shootout situations, pay off. It's been a true privilege watching high-intensity hockey from everyone on the roster, and you can see how they back each other up in those heated moments on the ice. Cherry on top with the OT shootout win. Standings aside, I like the momentum I'm seeing. Steve from California. Yeah, I I thought that that was a big factor tonight. The hard hit of Lucas Reichel from Kyle Burrows against the far wall uh, over in San Jose's zone in the second period, and then Cole Gutman going right to defend Lucas Reichel. Troy Murray was mentioning... Probably it, it, not a dirty hit by Kyle Burrows. I know they, they gave him a boarding penalty, but it was one of those situations where Reichel just kind of turned his body at the very last second. And maybe not a dirty hit, but you still love to see the defense by Cole Gutman. It's, it's a lot like what we saw from Nick Foligno defending Connor Bedard in the New Jersey game when Brendan Smith broke Connor Bedard's, Bedard's jaw, obviously not intentionally. And then Nick Foligno went to defend him because, guess what? He's the Hawks' best player, and teams can't just go about their game thinking they can 
do whatever they want on the Hawks' best player. You've got to provide that thought in the other team's mind that something might happen if I go a little too hard. And I think the Hawks, as a team, their culture is definitely showing that, and you saw it a lot tonight as uh, even later on then Jared Tenorti dropped the gloves. Pretty good heavyweight fight against Saborin. Uh, from the 773 area code, Nick from Chicago. Joe, two words. Peter Mrazik. Dude has just been fantastic. Has a goaltending coach ever won the Jack Adams Award? Because Jimmy Waite may have saved Peter's career this year. Excellent from start to finish tonight. Uh, re-sign him now. Listen, I don't think many Blackhawks fans, or any for that matter, are going to be very frustrated if they end up signing Peter Mrazik to an extension. I had talked a lot earlier this year about the possibility of trading him because I, I do imagine his value is probably pretty high, especially for a goaltender. I mean, teams love adding goaltending depth, especially if they're thinking of going on a long playoff run, but makes a lot of sense if the Hawks wanted to keep him around for another year or two based on what he's done this year. Just seems like a great guy in the dressing room, too. Gets along with everyone. And boy, is he having a fantastic year. And just soaking it all in, being healthy so far, knock on wood. We'll take another break, and we hope to hear from the Hawks goaltender and Peter Mrazek. We'll also take your calls and texts. 312-981-7200. After a 2-1 shootout victory of the San Jose Sharks, it's the Blackhawks postgame show, 720 WGN. Peter Mrazek with 37 saves tonight. Our save of the game is sponsored by ComEd Financial Assistance Programs. Blackhawks take down the San Jose Sharks 2-1 to one in the shootout. 37 saves for Peter Mrazek, and then he stopped 8 of 9 in the shootout. Yeah, the shootout went 9 rounds tonight. Thought that uh, Brent Seabrook was going to have to come out and finish this one off, but it ends up being Boris Kachuk. The Hawks end their three-game losing skid, and they improve to thirteen twenty-nine and two. Uh, we hear we have sound from the Blackhawks goaltender and Peter Morazic. Let's hear from him. I would say the first three or four, I, I like to watch and and see what uh, you know their moves are. But then it's just you know you have no idea who's going to go, so uh, you know just to be patient. When Kachuk. Uh, scored was it uh happiness or relief both uh, <laughs> and i knew i still had to stop as a dina right so uh, uh guy in, from Czech also so i was uh, really excited for that i was hoping he you know he's gonna go the last one and i will stop him you poke Czech turtle too i think i did yeah uh, he uh, you know i i watch his few things he does a lot of moves and uh he beat me a little bit there uh, i thought he's gonna he's gonna shoot and then he try to go around me so you know that was the last option for me the four straight games, you've allowed two or fewer goals. I guess what's working for you right now? Well, I've been feeling good. You know, playing a lot of games, and uh, like I said all before, being healthy and uh, and uh, you know focusing on, on just hockey. It's it's fun, and uh, you know playing playing every game uh, puts you in a game. You've seen a couple guys sign two-year extensions here. Would you like to be uh, part of that pretty soon? <laughs> we'll see what uh, you know how that's gonna how that's gonna be what's gonna happen. So. Uh, uh, you know, I'm happy for for both of them. Uh, they uh, they deserve it, and uh, you know they're the, the they have the boys in the locker room. Have, has your agent had any talks with the team? Or <laughs> good one, right? Uh, <laughs> you have to ask him. To be honest, I haven't talked to him for a few days. Yeah, remember what I was saying earlier about Peter Mrazek just fitting in the locker room and being a very conversational and witty guy. Uh, wouldn't be too surprised, and uh, I don't think many Blackhawks fans would be upset if Peter Mrazek was able to stick around for another year or two with all these extensions going around from the Blackhawks front office at the moment. As we've mentioned, it's the first half of a back-to-back. The Hawks are going to be in Buffalo tomorrow night. They take on the Sabres at 6.30, and our next game preview is sponsored by Plumbers 911 Chicago, where they do it right the first time.
Wasik plays it ahead. And across the Buffalo line, Sabres get it back. Opposo to Middlestack. Middlestack holds it, drags it, shot through, scores! Dan Dunleavy of MSG Network. The Buffalo Sabres are actually coming off a 3-0 victory against the San Jose Sharks. They beat them yesterday in Buffalo. The Sabres currently in 7th place in the Atlantic Division. They're 19-21-4 this year with 42 points only ahead of the Ottawa Senators. That's the next game for the Hawks. And again, the Hawks are coming back home. They host the Islanders on Friday. No more home games in the month of January, but a whole bunch of them in February after the All-Star break. Blackhawks hockey has been sponsored by Sitco. When you start with Sitco, you're good to go. United Airlines, your Chicago and Northwest Indiana Hyundai dealers. Plumbers 911 Chicago, where they do it right the first time, and Northwestern Medicine. Big thanks to all the help we got back at the WGN studios. Our production crew of Patrick Hennessy and Brendan Rook, they were led by our captain today of Dan Long. Here at the United Center, our reporter was Jack Heinrich. John Weideman and Troy Murray had the call from the UC, and our Hall of Fame engineer was Mr. Paul Zarang. For everyone that I mentioned, I'm Joe Brand signing off once again. The Hawks take down the San Jose Sharks 1 to nothing in the shootout, rather 2 to 1 in the shootout. Here from the United Center, Hawks' next game will be in Buffalo. David Jennings has your news next. After that, it's Raleigh James. Have a great rest of your Tuesday night, everybody, and we will talk to you tomorrow as the Hawks visit Buffalo. You've been listening to Chicago Blackhawks Hockey on Blackhawks Radio, 720 WGN, streaming on WGNRadio.com and smart devices everywhere.